welcome to Stop, Hack, and Roll, a podcast about choosing the topic of your podcast to give you an advantage as a player on your other podcast. I'm Brandon. And I'm James. And today we'll be talking about teamwork and how to make it something more than just giving a friend a plus one. James? Yes? There's a Powered by the Apocalypse game that has four moves in it. What? Like all Powered by... Like all games should. Uh, what game is it? This is interesting. Uh, and this is actually something that I feel very silly about. Yeah. I don't think that it had only four moves when we playtested it. I feel like it had more mm-hmm. back then. But the excellent Noir World by John Adamus has four basic actions in it. Nice. And so those are actions not moves and there are director actions also but in terms of like what we commonly would think of as basic moves it is those four and what are those four moves what did he pick as the things i'm going to choose a very specific order not the order that are listed even though order is important and (laughs) okay yeah uh check it out which is when you want to examine investigate or look at things Mm -hmm. uh fight it out when you're attempting to injure someone or something else. Okay. Talk it out when you're attempting to converse with someone and persuade them. And help out, which sounds like an amazing topic for a podcast. <laughs> I see what you did. Huh? And I agree. Those are pretty good moves. Those are good moves. Yeah. The only the only thing that I, like, I might change about that <laughs> is... Take out one uh, of them. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's too many. Move bloat. Um, <laughs> Is that I I might for Noir so Noir World is a good is a good example of a game where I might not so like I can see why he has fighted out a, a move where you fight. You are actually going to say take one out, aren't you? No, 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 okay. no. I would just Jeez. I want I think I think that Noir World is a game that might benefit from making a distinction between when you are taking a physical action to achieve a goal. As opposed to when you are taking a physical action to intentionally hurt someone. Mm. Because I think that most people, just most people, are not really capable of like straight up fighting someone. Like in a in a in that kind of like you're in a dark alley and you've been jumped by two thugs in a noir film. Yeah. Most people are gonna try to get away. Or struggle to get out, out of like the grip of those thugs, they're not gonna have the head on their shoulders to attack and and like to do damage. They're trying to achieve some other goal through a physical action. And so then I would have like the detective or the police officer who is a trained individual who would have a specific fight move, maybe. Yeah. And I think that I there know, there probably are nitpicking. some things like that. And I will say though. Uh, that the move makes reference. You haven't. You're not looking at the move right now. Mm-hmm. On a ten plus, you succeed, and any weapon you're using does its full injury. So if you're not using a weapon, you might not be doing any injury. I'm not sure how much okay. injury fists do, but additionally, on a seven to nine, any weapons used do half their full injury round up. But you also expose yourself to a counterattack. You can't avoid. Or expose someone else in the scene not involved to, in the fight to an attack they cannot avoid. So okay, I can see. It's it's like when I talk, sometimes I talk about, um, I need to come up with a good phrase for this, but kind of like how stacked moves are 
for or against the player. Mm-hmm. This is one Reading, that like bias. Yeah, I, I guess I'm not really sure. It's kind of like I don't want to say how powerful because it isn't necessarily powerful because like we can go into huge discussions of what is power in a role playing game. But if you have an attack move that is on a hit, you do good damage to them. And on a seven to nine, you choose one thing on a 10 plus you choose two things. That is a world where the player attacking gets what they want and also gets good stuff in fight it out on a seven to nine. First off, very bad things happen. Uh, you are exposed <laughs> to danger, et cetera, et cetera. On a 10 plus there's no danger. And you don't even manage to do as good as your weapon is capable of doing. So this is one where, like, that 7 to 9 result is, is a swing down at the player. That the 7 to, you do not want to get a 7 to 9. It's not like, oh, you want a 10 plus. It's that 10 plus is your ideal situation. And anything less than that, you've, give, you've lost what you wanted. You didn't get all of what you wanted. Versus getting more. That, would you say that the directly engage a threat move in masks is sort of like a middle ground there? Because you are always trading blows unless you specifically take that option, but it gives you the option to succeed without really any any negatives. But you can choose to take those negatives in order to like get other benefits. I, I think I know how to how to word this. Uh moves so moves overall, you have a goal of what you want the move to do. All moves are effectively defy danger, right? You have a thing you want to do, and you roll to see if you do it, or to see if it works out for you. With moves like directly engage a threat, what you want to do is harm the other person, right? With masks, it's additive. That in addition to hurting the other person, you get to do something to them. You get to take something from them, you get to impress surprise, you get to give an opportunity, mm-hmm. or you get to avoid getting hit. On a seven to nine, you still never, ever, ever have to get hit. So it's yeah. really that you're trading getting hit for one of those cool bonuses. Okay, I can see that. Whereas on Fight It Out in Noir World, that's subtractive because you want to hit, like, you know, your goal is to hit them. But on a seven to nine, you're not going to hit them the way that you wanted to hit them. Mm-hmm. And something bad will happen to you. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I can see how masks is really still skewed toward the player. Yeah, and so like something with uh, the way that you can kind of look at this uh, is defy is looking at defy danger. On a seven to nine, you do it, but things are bad. There's some bad stuff that comes from it. Every generally every generally you don't want to be using defy danger. Generally, you want to be using something more specific, and usually you want to be using specifically a playbook move. Because one of the little, like, hidden tricks in PBTA is that usually the playbook moves are better than the base moves. And usually the base moves are better than Defy Danger. But let's get back to that that final move. That fourth move. move, yeah. That fourth move, the helping move. Yeah, because breakfast, that is lunch, kind of, dinner, help someone. Yeah. That is kind of the, the bone to pick that I have with... Um, Games. With pen and paper games, yeah. I think in general. <laughs> These tabletop um, games. And and I and I will give for what it's worth, I will give a lot of more modern games the the credit that they are due. I think they are doing a better job of this. Yeah. But so frequently 
even in something like Masks, where you were playing a team of people, it still feels often like you are four or five people who are doing and performing individual semi-related tasks in the same vicinity. Yes. Not a team of people who are coordinating and working together toward a common goal. And like, I think that this all, a lot of this comes from, but like when you're playing Dungeons and Dragons, all of your roles are like, it's my attack role versus the opponent's defend role. And I do that. And then we move to the next person and they do their attack role. And maybe they're attacking the same person and we'll get a bonus. But it's like, it doesn't matter. Like with a, with like a, with most flanking rules, like in fifth edition, when you were flanking, you give someone advantage. And yeah. that's, if I'm flanking, it's just as much advantage as if like someone else is flanking. If I'm the fighter versus they're like a bard or a wizard or like a numb combat character, like as long as someone is flanking, you get advantage. And so it kind of doesn't like there's no narrative interesting thing happening there. Yeah. And and, and so I wanted to talk about how I want to talk about assisting people in games and how we in an era where a lot of the games that you and I play and talk about are, they're narrative games. They're telling a story. And why is it that when we, why is it that when we come to the story of a fight or a series of actions, we don't lean into, why do we fall back on that old style of separate people taking separate actions? And and why are like there are because every game a lot of games have help moves or assist yeah. moves and stuff, but why are they so bland? And let me also just quickly touch. I just want to. Can I just do like a quick history of D and D? Sure. I don't want to go through every edition or anything like that. Yeah. But I'm I'm going to say something controversial. Fourth edition D and D is the best help action of any hmm. edition of any game I've ever played in my entire life. Okay. But it isn't a help action. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so tell me about this. Yeah. So the basic idea in D&D with helping somebody is you're giving up your standard action in order to give them a plus two on their roll. Uh, okay. That is true in combat. Ooh, that's that's yeah, rough. That's, that's a bad <laughs> choice. Like, that's a bad move to make. And outside of combat, it can make sense. But, like, there are usually aren't any requirements for what that means uh different dms handle it differently i don't know what the exact rule is in terms of more than one person helping but i've certainly been at a table where we've convinced the gm to let us add a plus four to a stealth check because everyone is helping even though the dwarf is in enormous metal armor that clanks around everywhere uh fifth edition simplified that to give an advantage but fourth edition is super rad Fourth edition, I mean, like, yeah, there's aiding in regular, like, skill checks. But if you're playing fourth edition, don't be doing skill checks. Be doing combats. Yeah. And it kind of got rid of someone just using aid another in combat by having tons and tons of moves that say, like, when you do this, you, your friend gets to make an attack that has a plus one on it. And that is effectively aiding. It's just doing it in more of, like, a like an active focused way. So props to fourth edition, send your hate mail <laughs> to, <laughs> can you believe that not only am I praising a traditional game, but it's fourth edition. It's a bold choice. I think, 
I think we are both on the same page that fourth, that fourth edition, edition is a better edition than people gave it credit for. I think there's a possibility that fourth edition is my fourth edition is my second most definitive D and D after Dungeon World. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's get back <laughs> onto uh, my bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Let's get um, back on that. So getting back to my thing. So here are my requirements. So like, okay, so like, let's let's lay out. Yeah, you uh, want more let, than just helping a combat thing. You don't want to yeah. buff. Yeah. So like, like, so the best example is, um, uh, what was it? What was the best? So like, here is a good example of yeah. how this works. Like, of the way that I do not want this sort of thing to, <laughs> to work because. Uh, so let me just give this example, and then I'll lay out what I, how I, what, what my criteria for a good version of this move would be. Okay. In fate, there are two yeah. ways you can help people, and I think that they are good. And one of them is better, and one of them is worse. Okay. The worst way is when you're doing an action as a team. The person who has the best like score in that skill takes the action, and everyone who has at least a plus one or better gives that person a plus one. That's it. I hate that. <laughs> it's just boring. Yeah. You can narratively describe it as being interesting, but it's kind of weird, and it doesn't really, like, it doesn't lay out, like, it's it, it specifically calls out skill roles. It doesn't necessarily yeah. call out, like, how, how does that, like, come into play when you're doing other things? And it doesn't really tie into the aspect system, which is like yeah. the thing that fate does really well. It's using the skill system, which is the weakest part of fate. And it's just this really bland, like, again, if you and I are both helping someone hack and I'm a computer expert and you're a bard who has never touched a computer in his life. Yeah. We help equally. Yeah. I'm, as I'm, long as you have at least like a plus one. I'm picturing five people in a van all helping to drive. Yeah. Which is crazy. And that doesn't make any yeah. sense. And like, and s- theoretically the GM should be saying like, no, that <laughs> you can't yeah. there. You can't connect four keyboards to this computer and have everyone use their computer score. So I want to talk for a brief moment about yeah. Marvel Avengers infinity war, because I think this is a good example of what I'm trying to get at. Okay. Um, and, and we're going to say right now, before anything goes, you're not going to do major spoilers. You're going to talk about like a minor scene of some things going on. I think I, I even know what scene you're going to talk about. Do you? Yeah. So I want to talk about the scene with the Guardians of the Galaxy and Doctor Strange. They're on Nailed Titan it. and they're about to fight Thanos. Yes. Because this scene is functionally what I want a teamwork move to look like. Yeah. Because... There are these moments, and I'm like, I'm actually, I have it pulled up because I'm going to watch it as I as I describe it to you, um, where like Iron Man is swooping in, shooting missiles, and and like so, what they're trying to do is they're trying to get the glove, or the, the glove, they're trying to get the gauntlet off of Thanos, and so you have these scenes where like Iron Man is coming in and laying down um, like missile fire and laser blasts. And then, and he's doing that to, or, or, and then, and, um, Star-Lord comes in and he shoots off his, his, uh, his blasters, which blinds Thanos. And, and then, um, 
What's uh, Drax uses that moment of blindness to hit Thanos in the leg, and then Spider-Man grabs one of his arms, and Doctor Strange uses some magic to bind his other arm, and they're pulling Thanos in a couple different directions, and then they use a portal to drop uh, Mantis on his head, and she's like uh, using her emotion control to dampen him, and then they all start to like focus on pulling the glove off or the the gauntlet off, and that's like a good example of like they are all working together towards the common goal of defeat Thanos, which they have defined in this moment as remove the gauntlet from his hand. And, and they are, they're doing things like attacking or distracting or, um, tying him up or attacking his legs. And, and they're doing all of those things to achieve the goal. Yeah. And so this is kind of how fate's other assistance system works because you would be creating advantages of like, shooting him in the eyes to blind him or like blinded by elemental blasts. You would be taking attacks to like, you wouldn't be making describing things that are attacks, but creating advantages of like bound in spider web and then stacking those advantages. And then For finally someone would make a, like an overcome obstacle to pull yeah. the, the gauntlet off his hand and then cash in all those things. But even that is like, it's still a little bit, um, Solo. It doesn't feel as satisfying because, yeah. again, all of those people are just creating things that are basically plus ones. Yeah. And so it feels a little different because there's this intermediary step of create an advantage that you put on someone. But functionally, what you're still doing is that that very basic original skill move where someone is doing the skill and everyone is giving them a plus one. Yeah. And I kind of don't want that. Yeah, I can definitely see how that would... That that that's not that's not what that feels like in the game, right? Yeah, yeah. That scene does not feel like a whole bunch of people stacking a plus one. No, yeah. And part of that is also just like the the nature of uh like frenetic movie stuff versus yeah tabletop RPG. And, and also, there should I think be the something better. Part especially is also that it's not always like Star Lord shooting Thanos in the eyes with elemental blasters to blind him so that Drax can slide in and hit him in the legs. It's like Dr. Strange is creating portals that Spider-Man is flying through to shoot Thanos in the eyes so that Iron Man can get in close and hit him with some lasers. Yes. And then he, Spider-Man is going through another portal and popping out somewhere else to kick him. And then, and so like they're, they're not only taking actions to build towards a common goal, but they're yeah. combining their powers to work together as a team yeah, to achieve a goal. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's going to be tough to do, James. Yeah, no, I know. I mean, <laughs> this is one order. of those things that like, I understand is not easy. And, and I'll just say right now, Pasión de las Pasiones does not have an aid or interfere <laughs> action. Uh, but I can certainly talk to you about some PBTA ideas surrounding it. Okay. Um, and this I'm just kind of gonna just shotgun it because and just crush through all of these all in one go if that sounds okay to you sure and i do so i do want to pull up at some point i want to get to masks yes because because, (laughs) like we do every episode because masks (laughs) is a obligatory game and it has a literal mechanic called team yeah and so i want to get to there at some point um so i just i basically started looking through and going like hey what are the big philosophies for team in PBTA. Um, and so you start with the granddaddy, uh, apocalypse world has 
uh, shared history between characters as a stat. So your relationship is codified as your HX between any two characters. Well, between any two player characters. Uh, and you roll with that on a hit. You help them by adding a plus one or you interfere by adding a negative two. On a seven to nine, you expose yourself to danger. Uh, the same is true for Dungeon World using Bond. And that's kind of like, you know, Dungeon World came out immediately after a Bond, soon after Apocalypse World, and it didn't change things that would function in the same way, right? What I was surprised to find is the number of games that continued with the exact same formula. And I don't think that's necessarily like, you know, a huge, that's not me going like, these games don't do it right because they didn't change it. But like, there's a lot of things that keep that same format. You're making a roll, you're adding plus one, or you're taking away minus two. The same is true on In Urban Shadows, but you're using faction instead of HX or bond. Uh, but again, functionally the same thing going on. Uh, Noir World, we discussed super briefly, but it is just rolling flat. So it's a little bit harder to do. It's the same exact thing, though. It gives a plus one. This one doesn't have hinder in it. Um, and I think uh, Monster of the Week maybe also doesn't have hinder, although I didn't pull that one up. Uh, Epillion, which is a much more uh, recent game, is a game about <laughs> being baby dragons. People might not know about it. It's very good. Um, it's basically the same thing, except it's based on how many friendship gems someone has given you. And when someone likes what you're doing, they give you a friendship gem. It's it's Bond and HX, just in a, like, kind of a, uh, like, cuddly format. In Cartel, there is a very cool mechanic going on. But it is still functionally the same idea, that you're rolling and adding a plus one or taking away minus two. Now, all of this includes with it, like, there's some question of, like, what order do these things occur? When do you roll... Cartel does a really good job of actually applying, like, telling you when that is and saying it's after the roll has happened. And you wager your stress up to a plus three and roll. On a 10 plus, you give it to, you give them the bonus. On a seven to nine, you give them the bonus, but you mark however much stress you wagered on it. So if you're like, it's really important to me and you wager a whole bunch of stress and you still get a seven to nine, then it really screwed you over. And on a, on a six minus, mark the stress you wagered and prepare for the worst. So, you know, brilliant that. <laughs> um, but all of those are basically the same idea from Apocalypse World, right? It's all the same do a role that has an effect on their role. Because, uh, mm -hmm. and like, you know, like it's functional. Um, I've definitely been in games that use that use those rules and I've rolled to help somebody and the only issue is that things can get like gummed up where someone's going oh I'm gonna help oh I'm gonna I'm gonna not I'm gonna interfere all right do we have to roll both of those and now three people mm -hmm. are all getting the consequences of what the heck is <laughs> happening and that is partially about like the GM controlling the table a little bit and saying okay are you legitimately close enough that you can help no are you legitimately close enough you can interfere Yes. Okay. We'll use the interfere. But like, you know, it's, it's functional. It, it kind of works. It means one person can help or hinder one other person mm -hmm. and possibly get consequences if things go poorly. Yeah. Mass does this a little bit differently. 
in a yes. way that I think is is an improvement, but is not quite there yet. So it it has kind of like broad things like um, when you directly engage a threat, you can create an opportunity. Yeah, that's kind of what I want um, because again, like when Spider Man swings down and 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 put spider web on Thanos's eyes, that's creating opportunity for someone else. Yeah. It also has this team mechanic. And and that functionally comes down to like when you engage a threat together. So team in 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 masks really does not happen outside of combat. Which is fine. That's what that game is about. You have team. I was going to say you and start with team from the beginning. But yeah, team really comes yeah, most into play and you're reminded as players about it mm-hmm. when you hit combat. And you can do things that add team otherwise in other scenes. Like whenever you comfort and support someone, they can you can like one of the options there is to yeah. add team to the pool. So you can get team, but your biggest source of team is when you engage a threat together, you go through these questions of like who is the leader? Does anyone trust the leader? Does anyone distrust the leader? Mm-hmm. Are you prepared? And it kind of gives you this number that's like how uniform as a team are you like how how tightly together are you and it's and you get and so like things like does the leader have influence over everyone which is one of the mm-hmm. currencies that masks uses to use our, our the, the the things i learned from last uh two weeks ago <laughs> um and and so so like the tighter your team is by how much influence you have over each other the more likely you are to have more team going into a battle yeah and then the way that team works is you can choose to to spend that team to give the person a plus one. So it's still kind of just a plus one. It is the, you're you're doing other stuff to get it. Like the the basic moves that give you team are when you comfort and support someone when you de- and when you defend someone. Yeah. Am I missing one? I feel like I'm missing uh, one. When you provoke somebody. Okay, when you provoke, they someone. can add team. Yeah, yeah. So like, so but so again, that's interesting because it's just comfort and support, defend and provoke. So you yeah. can't like attack to add to the team pool. You can't do other like you can't assess the situation. This is the one that bugs me so much is you can't assess the situation and then you get plus fo- one forward to taking those actions, mm-hmm. but you can't give that plus one forward to someone else. So you can't play the like Robin in teen in uh in Young Justice who like sort of hangs back and assesses the situation and yells out to people and tells them what to do and, and coordinates like you can't do that (laughs) because unless you're provoking, but provoking is kind of a weird move for just like, like organizing your team. Now I I have a vague idea that the brain can do that. Okay. But I'll admit that's one playbook and I'm not positive. I'm going to see if I can pull it up. I have it. But um, you have it up. Tactical genius. When you point out the obvious flaw in a, in a known, in a flaw, in a known foe's plan, roll plus savior on a hit their right, um, and another teammate can take advantage and get plus one ongoing. So if you are fighting a, a villain, so if you are the brain. If you're the one brain playbook, or you've taken that ability. Yeah. Or you've taken that move, tactical genius. When you, when you point out an obvious flaw in a foe that you know's plan, you can roll plus savior, and on a hit, you can give one other teammate a, uh, plus one ongoing. So yeah. that's okay. That's more that's like what okay. I'm interested in. The problem that I have with the team mechanic yeah. is that there's always this moment of like, should I spend this now? Or mm-hmm. should we wait for later? 
and and because of the way the game is set up you're gonna like unless you're talking about pushing someone so you're the, the basically the thing you're trying to do because there are these like fields of like seven to nine or one to six yeah really the place where team is helpful is when you're like when you've rolled one or two away from the next tier up and yeah. if you're playing like a game of masks with two people well now you're a team of two and team is only useful if you've rolled a six or a nine yeah that's a very small window where it's useful and so if you're even if you're playing with a larger team you may or a larger group of people you may enter battle with five or six team but if you really wanted to seriously get someone from six to ten plus you're going to need to use all of that team yeah which admittedly, if you've got five people doing a single action, yeah, that is which what is that cool, looks like. But yeah. it also means that you'll get to do one big group action the whole combat, and then yeah. other than that, you have to work separately. Yeah, and, and part, like you part can of that run is... out of working together is really what <laughs> that system has. Yeah, you like, can functionally you can run, you run out, out of, of working together. You can run out of getting a mechanical advantage by working together. Yeah. Although I will say also that the creating an opportunity for your allies is is yeah, is limitless. a similar thing that that is and that is limitless. Um, you're absolutely right though that that is that that's something I've heard leveled against masks frequently. That yeah. it's a game about teamwork that only kind of does <laughs> yeah. teamwork. It has an alternate system that it suggests in the core rulebook. You can use a team stat instead. Okay. And the way that works is it it functions like in their stat where it's a number between negative two and plus three. Yeah. And anytime you would in, you would add to team or subtract to team, you instead mark off a five box track. And okay. every time you fill that five box track, you add plus one to your stat. Okay. And so as you are doing things that are gaining advantage, as you're adding to your team, you're increasing that stat, which is sort of like through the course of the adventure. Uh, or oh. session, you'll be adding and sort of bringing together your cohesiveness. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then every time you want to work together or to assist a teammate, you roll plus your team stat. Oh, okay. And if you succeed, you give them a plus one. So ultimately, yeah. it comes back to that, like, give them a plus one. Yeah. Um, it does more of kind of the PBTA standard way of rolling to add the plus one. Yeah. And yeah. so, it, but so it will mean that if you fail you you unmark one of the boxes you could lower the team yeah and so you're not guaranteed that plus one like if you spend team but it doesn't mean that you're not going to run out of team yeah you're just always keep doing it you're just yeah and so i feel like that's a good start i would almost really like to see a system where you and this would really like doing it this way would really break masks in particular okay like if you were to slowly build up that team stat and yeah. that bonus applied to just like everything. Like if you established a goal. Oh, I see. Like, like, like th- this is where this. So let me, let me, let me lay out for you my kind of like dream masks team mechanic. Okay. You lay out a goal when you, so when you, when you establish a team in masks now, yeah, you, the leader lays out what their goal is. Yeah. And I think that that goal should be focused. Like, we're not here to defeat Thanos. We're here to pull the gauntlet off his hand. Right. Yeah. Or we're here to get this thing. And, like, and people can make their things that specific. But I think that the way I would like to see it play out is then you use this alternate team stat. So you're slowly increasing this team stat. Yeah. And then anytime you are taking direct action to 
do that group goal, you can use that team stat. You can, or you just get that in addition to your whatever your number your regular okay, stat yeah. is, and then you would, and then it would ask you to describe how you work together with another team member. Yeah, that's kind of yeah, slick. So, so you would have to. I think you would have to. To qualify to get the bonus, you would also have to describe how you are working with someone. So if yeah. you're like off by yourself somewhere else and no one can physically help you in combat, it's harder to justify that. Yeah. Um, but if you are working together with someone, maybe any number of people, describe the two of you would describe, at least the two of you would describe how you're working together to achieve that goal. And then you would get that bonus. And so if you're if you are directly engaging Thanos and your danger is plus two and your team stat is plus three because you guys are a tight team, you'd be rolling with a plus five, which would be very yeah. big. That'd be that'd be huge. I just think that that's, that's why the goal would have to be very narrow. I could even see a thing where the team stat replaces low labels. Okay. So like, like roll that instead. Yeah, so like you have the option of rolling that instead. If you've got and so like if it is all the way up at plus three, then that's phenomenal and people want to use yeah. that all the time. If your team isn't doing super well, then it's maybe helping someone who's like not good at this when they're getting some teamwork. Yeah. But it isn't helping as much the person who could be just out on their own doing this well. Mm-hmm. Because I think for me, the the two things that I really want. Yeah. Are I want you to gain a bonus in whatever game you're playing, masks or otherwise, when yeah. you are working together with your allies to achieve a goal. So like if we are trying to just if you're just trying to like fight someone, that's one thing. If you're trying to just yeah. like steal the 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 gauntlet off of Thanos's hand, that's a very specific team objective. Yeah. If you are trying to hold back the orcs from getting into the wall, but beyond the wall, that's a specific enough ad- objective that probably I would allow that. Yeah. Um, if you're trying to win the bar fight, maybe, who knows? <laughs> I don't know. You could argue what's specific enough. But th- so the, se- the first thing is um, that I want it to be a thing that you don't run out of, and it happens when you are trying to achieve that goal. Yeah. And the second thing is I would like it to snowball. Like, okay. I, like the thing that is cool about that scene in Avengers yeah. is not that everyone is working together, but that they are doing things and taking actions that are stacking on each other. And at the end, you hit that final scene where Thanos has got his arms and legs pulled to the side and everyone is holding and pulling. And then someone yeah. goes to pull the glove, the gauntlet off. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I, I, I have a couple thoughts. Okay. Hit me. Do you mind if I first hit you with one more example? Because I think it sure. will pull in sure, nicely sure. to make all of this come together. Okay. Uh, Zombie World. Okay. By Brendan Conway. Just got done with Kickstarter. No. Coming out from Magpie Games. Uh, it's a game in a box. Super, super freaking cool. Um, it has a help in or interfere move. Uh, it That move is more complicated than I want to get into. Mm-hmm. Because it has to do with the amount of identity cards facing up and <laughs> okay. switching cards with each other. Right. and It's a card game. Yeah, because it's a card game. Um, let me say, it's maybe my favorite individual help someone move. It's really okay. neat. But I think more to what we're looking for is the make a plan move. Okay. That is a move that is, it's one of the zombie moves. So it's when you're kind of working around swarms of zombies. For mm-hmm. individual zombies, you can handle it yourself. For hordes of zombies, you're dead. 
So what it is, is make a plan. When you make a plan, use the stat of the person who proposed the plan. If it's a plan about taking dangerous, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, it fits the stat, Uh, which people don't necessarily pay attention to this, but that is a huge bonus in and of itself. Yeah. Any move you get to choose the stat you're using is insanely powerful. <laughs> um, like, it's enormous. It's huge. It's huge, 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 huge. Uh, additionally, when you're taking a plan, when you're making a plan, you take plus one if the plan is supported by plenty of resources and people, and plus one if you're basing the plan on accurate current information. If there's significant opposition that would interfere with the plan, minus one. If there's significant disagreement about what plan to follow, minus one. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it uses the thing where you're drawing where you're drawing cards, so like having a potential plus five, plus six, is not a problem, because um, you'd just be drawing six cards. But you know that could be adjusted to shape properly. And then on a hit, you arrive in the middle of your plan in decent shape. On an edge, some part of your plan encounters unexpected difficulties, or your party splinters. Your choice. On a miss, things are bad. So, what does this do? It requires the party to be aiming for the same goal, or things are going to go poorly. Yeah. It gets you to the middle of the plan, which could be changed or played with. And importantly, it's pretty powerful, because it's allowing you to... So, like, a move that allows one person to choose whichever stat they like is good. It's very good. Uh, the chances that you don't have a good stat are pretty low, even in masks, where you're more likely to be able to have a low stat just from weird stat spreads changing around. When it's, you can use the stat of the person who proposed the plan, which means maybe you've got four players sitting there, and, like, how who proposes the plan is, like, kind of another choice you're getting to make. So someone could have like a plus four, plus five or something already. Yeah. Because you could wait for the person who has the highest like melee brawl skill and then just be like, hey, that's me. Why don't we just punch our way through these zombies? Yeah. You and look you at your stats and you're like, attack skill. exactly. You that's look crazy. at your stats and you're yeah. like, hey, I've got savagery of five because I've got a past and a present that both give me plus one and I chose plus three for my savagery. Oh, and I've got a plus one forward right now. You know, why the heck not? Mm-hmm. And then you have like this amazing freaking plan. So that's needless to say, there's like, I think in, for this game, there that is not a balance issue. I think yeah. for masks, it would be. Uh, just because there's, there's less variation in the stats you can have. And having a plus one in masks is, I think, more valuable than in Zombie World. Um, but what if we look at the team stat option mm-hmm. that you've got the raising stat thing and apply to that a specific move? So instead of saying when you use the stat to boost somebody else, you say when you take concentrated when you take a concentrated effort as a team, roll plus your team bonus. Okay. Uh, and then you could have some options that allow you to give a bonus to that. Like, conditions are this wonderful, wonderful, wonderful mechanic because they're fun to click. There's <laughs> not an enormous amount of them, and people tend to be willing to click one off if they need to. Yeah. 
So here's my super quick and dirty plan, right? When you make a concentrated effort as a team, roll plus team. Afterwards, anyone may mark a condition to give a plus one to the roll as if spending team. Just to give an option of like, you know, Mm -hmm. boosting that up. And because that means like, you know, uh, oh, we were so close. Let's just have three people spend team. And then like have that big momentous moment where three people get 20% closer to being knocked out of the game entirely. And then just make it so like on a 10 plus you do the plan. You are successful with the plan on a seven to nine. It's extremely costly on a seven to nine. Someone has to take a powerful blow or something like that. That could be fun. Although that might not always fit. On a seven to nine, you get back as good as you gave. Um, something that I so something that I focused on in that description that I think is maybe a path I want to walk down. Yeah, was that um, there was a there was a phrase about um, when you're taking a team effort uh, and something about there isn't like a sufficient opposition or something like that. Uh, take a minus one if there's significant opposition that would interfere with the plan. Okay, and so what I I think what I kind of want as maybe another part of this is so like you have that scene where everyone's saying, okay, well, Thanos is coming and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to try to get that gone off of him. And, and Iron Man and Dr. Strange are like, okay, well, we're the two most powerful people here. We'll like do that part. We'll get the hand, the thing off of him. Once everyone else has got it, excuse me, has got him uh, like bound up. Yeah. Uh, but, but someone is going to have to like, someone is going to have to calm him and then that's when mantis can go okay well there's some opposition there that i can that like my skill set is is really good at at dealing with so i will take that action to calm him and almost this is you know what this is actually this is almost like the um the dooms using the doom sanctuary where when you say i want to take this action and then the gm lays out a bunch of things you have to do achieve first i almost want a team move that's like that where the the gm says well you're gonna have to like calm him down you're gonna have to pin his arms you're gonna have to knock him onto his knees and then you can go for that and try to make the attempt to pull the glove off and then you go okay well who's gonna do each of those things and then whoever's left gets to take that final team action together to pull the glove off his hand nice Um, and i think that I mean, I don't know if like I want that to be an actual like. Okay, when when Drax hits him in his legs to knock him onto his knees, the the purpose of that is so that he's on his knees and and is losing the ability to maneuver a little bit. Do I really care if I do damage during that attack? Probably not. So yeah, maybe that that, that like, would direct, get really. So maybe that directly engage a threat roll is I roll plus danger. And if I succeed, then I succeed at the thing that I was trying to achieve. And when Mm. Mantis is using her power, she's going to roll to to change the situation. So she's going to roll to unleash her powers, try to calm Thanos. And she's not going to do one of those those end results, but she is looking to achieve that thing. And if she rolls high enough, then she gets the the effect. So this has everybody rolling then. Yeah, that's the other thing I want is I I think that's the thing that, that bothers me about the plus one is that like everyone just goes yeah i'll help sure yeah and there's they, they don't have and in most games i think this is what i actually liked about your pitch that like you can add you can mark a condition to add plus one because yeah. in most systems where it's like sure i'll help i'll add plus one i don't have any skin in the game so if this goes badly i've yeah. lost in some way but if i add plus one by marking a condition and then we fail i've lost something you know 
it could even be I don't even know if you need to roll plus team. Roll plus the number of players willing to mark a condition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or to do something else. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know exactly how that would... It's it's kind of like wagering stress in Cartel. Yeah, but on a team level. But on a team level, where you can say, like, you know, this matters to me. I'm going to mark stress. Or mark a condition, rather. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so just... I, I, I kind of want to make this a... Make this a a move that we exit we exit the arena with. Okay. Do you want to try to make it a masks like an al- another alternate masks team stat or team thing? I think I think, think I want to make enough? I think I want to make it masks. Okay. And I think what I want to do is not make a new team system. Okay. Because I think team works fine for most team things. You know, like when when you're jumping through the air and you like you're you need a moment of distraction from somebody the team system does that okay it does that fine but i think you're right that like the big climactic moment of we're going to do this big thing yeah you almost need a a mini team move within the team and i think part of that is about setting the stakes of it Mm -hmm. so like this isn't doing a concentrated effort against you know this isn't like we're all going to work together to take down the riddler like this is taking a single specific action that is way above your pay grade Mm, yeah and so like whether that's i feel like that's something in the trigger probably yeah Um, because again any individual of those heroes in, in infinity war couldn't have taken on thanos no he would have just like wielded the gems against him, gems, the stones against him, and, uh, the and friendship just shut them gems. down. <laughs> the friendship gems, yeah, from a billion, yeah, or um, uh, or um, the rupees. Steven Universe is what I was thinking of. Oh, okay. I haven't watched Steven Universe. Oh my god, I know. <laughs> this is the new move for my Steven Universe uh, Thanos Infinity War crossover game. <laughs> it's mostly fan fiction. <laughs> Yeah, where Thanos has to collect all of the gems to power his gauntlet. Perfect. I feel like the it gems works. are people. I don't yeah. know that it works. It does. It works. Um, soul for case. a soul, Brandon. A soul for a soul. <laughs> all right. We're way- <laughs> it's very hot in my room right now. We're getting a little off track. Let's get back yeah. to this move. Um, so, so yeah. It, it has to be against something impossible, right? Yeah, so you've where, like, this. The kind of thing that, like, if you say, I'm going to punch them, the GM should tell you. Hey, you can't do that. Yeah, you run up, you try to punch him, and he swats you aside like a fly. Like, you yeah. aren't rolling directly engaged. This is someone bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Or, like, a task that's bigger also. Like, yeah. hey, guess what? You can't catch this building. This yeah. building's <laughs> going to fall. Yeah. Yeah. We might use this in our game. That'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, when you take a concentrated effort as a team to do the impossible, state your goal and the, tel- and the GM will tell you what it's going to take to manage it. Roll plus players willing to mark a condition. On a hit, you do it. Right? So, okay, r- real quick. The GM is going to tell you what it's going to take to manage it. And yeah. presumably that will be like a list of a couple things that need to be done. Yeah. Um, I don't hate the idea that like you would have to have a person to do each of those things. Yeah. So maybe there's five people, there's five players and it's a, it's a thing that's going to take four people to do. 
and then you really want to get at least a plus three. So three of those people mark a condition. So one or mm. two people don't have to mark conditions. Yeah. Um, I, I don't hate that either. I definitely don't hate people not having to mark a condition. Because then that also... Think, I'm sorry, go ahead. I think that if the GM is going to tell you what it's going to take to manage it, and that takes the form of like, here are the three things you're going to have to do before Thanos will be distracted enough to for you to try to pull the gauntlet off, Yeah. then you should have a list of those people who, like, who are doing those things. Yes, yeah, I definitely agree that we need to know who is doing what. Yeah. Because on a six minus, we want to know who's standing underneath the building. Yeah. 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 Who's standing um, next to Thanos when when uh, <laughs> when you roll the six minus? When you roll the six minus and <laughs> goes <laughs> and ruins the James, whole plan. <laughs> James, we need to bleep that. Okay. That's a moment. All right. I'll bleep that. So here, here's a, here's a question. Mm-hmm. Are the players wagering a condition or Ooh. are they marking a condition right away? Hmm. I'll, I think that might come back to the, the conversation at the top of the episode oh. of how stacked towards the players do we want this move to be? Because if yeah. we want this stacked more towards the players, then yeah, let's have them wager it. And if they succeed or roll a 10 plus, they don't have to. Yeah. But if we want it to be a thing that hurts, then then they have to wager it regardless. Hmm. There's, there's a part of me that is like, we can't have a masks move that is more punishing than a cartel move. <laughs> On the other hand, like the Why result not? of it, the result of it is so much better than the aid for cartel. So it's like, it's a different story. Well, look, okay, look, here's why. Because who's the biggest bad guy you're going to go up against in cartel? Like the mob boss, his hit squad, a trained assassin. Sure, they're going to shoot you and, and you're just a regular person and that's going to be a problem. But if you're playing masks, the biggest bad guy you're going to go against is like Galactus, who's going to eat yeah. this whole planet. Like no oh, big deal. I know, I know why you want this move. You no, want this move so no. you'll survive your doom. No, I just busted crazy. this wide open. <laughs> This episode's over. I'm not writing any more of this move. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> just to survive. I have a totally different. Okay. This is definitely not part so, of my plan. Roll plus players who mark a condition. <laughs> okay. All players involved have to mark a condition. Roll as you would normally. Don't do any of anything. Roll, the mo- roll flat. Yeah, roll flat. <laughs> roll. All players mark conditions. All players smack James. <laughs> and, and then roll flat. Minus conditions marked. Uh, no, no. So I think, but I, I like think, ro- I like role plus players who mark a condition because it will also yeah. mean that if you are playing that two player game, you're gonna have mm. like it's gonna be harder for you as a t- like for as a two player group to go up against Thanos. But it yeah. should be because there's two of it you. Should be like yeah. the fact that there are two of you should be a little bit m- like it should feel a little bit harder. And also like. Worth noting, a plus two is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Like it doesn't yeah. take a whole lot. Like a plus three is really good. And we're not. And again, like this is not. Like you can still do all of your directly engaged threats and stuff like that. Yeah. Like you can still succeed at defeating Fa- Thanos in battle. We're just talking about like or like driving him away so that he doesn't de- destroy your planet. We're talking about take his gauntlet of ultimate control over the galaxy to use for yourself. Yeah, we're not talking about Green Goblin. Yeah. We're talking about someone who is serious. Okay, so on a hit, you do it. On a mm-hmm. seven to nine. It does you. 
<laughs> no. Uh, I like the wagering. I like that. I kind of like the wagering too. I, I like the wagering. I like that on a ten plus you do it and nobody marks an advantage or a condition. Yeah. Um, and on a on a seven and nine, everyone marks the condition. Yeah. Everyone who wagered, at least. Everyone who wagered marks that condi- that condition. Yeah. On you do it. On a hit, you do it. On a seven to nine. Um, everyone who wagered marks that condition. And you, you better bet I'm going to be asking for a little narration around that also. Sure. Like, we want to see that. That should feel good. That should be a good little scene. But I don't need to write that into the move. That's a no. GM note. Yeah. On a six minus. Hard move. Yeah, yeah, you got to make a hard move there, right? Like, first off, they first off they spend the condition, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Everyone marks the oh, condition. Oh, yes. Even James, the people who lo- didn't wager. Oh, uh, James, I like how you think. <laughs> so that way, if you have a group, because, it's it, like, because yeah, because this is a thing is it, where yeah. some group of people oh are trying gosh, to do a so thing, good. are trying yeah. to do a thing, and even if, and even if I'm... Like some, if I'm Batman, who is for some reason in this now, this scenario now, and yeah. Batman's like, no, we shouldn't try to go off against get the glove of Thanos. That's a bad idea. I'm not participating in this dumb thing. Well, he didn't participate, and then they failed. The situation yeah. is objectively worse for him now, even yeah. though, yeah, and like, and part of it also has to do with like how much someone is willing to like how much they're putting themselves out there, right? Yeah. Uh, but like things are still going to be bad for you mm-hmm. if you were involved at all. And if you're is, Batman and you're sitting at home, you're okay. He's in deleted scenes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's uh, in the background. But like if you're the if you're the guy who was like, Yeah, I'll do this, I guess. <laughs> but also there's you're a, still but, there. like it makes sense that that someone so from a role playing standpoint also, Batman's yeah. not gonna participate in this move. He's not in this team. He's not yeah. an Avenger. True. He's not a guardian. <laughs> He's on the Justice League. He's not like he doesn't have close team cohesion with this group. And so it would make sense that he wouldn't necessarily trust the leader. Welcome to to James and Brandon explain explain the Avengers. Yeah. Do we want to say so okay, how about this? When you take a concentrated effort as a team to do the impossible state your goal. Um, do you want to have like a leader who is like leading the effort the way you have a team leader? Do you need it to be the team leader? Hmm. That's interesting. Because my thought was if you had a leader of the person who was orchestrating this attack, then on a hit or on a 10 plus the 10 plus condition, uh, thing might be that you gain influence over everyone who wagered a condition. Oh, that's kind of get slick. a benefit, and because they trust you, because you're you're pulling your team tighter. You guys tried to do a thing together, and now they trust you more. There's one thing I'm a little hesitant about with masks. Yeah, with giving in, with taking influence over a bunch of PCs at the same time, it could trigger a bunch of label shifting. Exactly, which is time consuming. Which is time consuming, and which is time consuming and not fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, okay. To be clear. I love that labels shift. I yeah. love the moment of trying to accept or reject. I do not love the moment of, oh, we have four accept rejects yeah. to deal with. So maybe with. could you even just say t- the leader takes influence over anyone who they don't have influence over? I could see that working. Like, like it's something that draws everybody together. 
or just the people who have who wagered a condition. I don't know. It was a thing I went off on because I wanted some benefit to succeeding. I mean, like, have... you also have the benefit of succeeding. That's true. Yeah. Because you've already done an impossible but task. It gets, it gets back to my, I like the way these things spiral, and I want teams that do actions together to become more cohesive as teams. Mm, I can see that. It, would it, okay, here's another another possible solution. Add a team for everyone who wagered a condition. So even when you're not doing the big concentrated effort against something impossible, you still have more team cohesion because the team mechanic still exists unrelated to this. I'm a little worried about the move becoming too powerful. Okay, that's fair. Well, but and like, yeah, like, I mean, it's I, limited in the sense that it, you have to be doing something impossible. Yeah, that's true. Like, this is not something that sh- that a player would be like just introducing Let's in do this any every fight game. Yeah, but I do yeah, like this, that's, this that's move as we have it. When you take a concentrated effort again as a team uh, to do the um, to do so, when you take a concentrated effort as a team to do the impossible, state your goal, and the GM will tell you what it's going to take to manage it. So you list out who you're going to involve in this, how they're going to manage each of those things, and then you roll plus every player who is in that group that's willing to wager marking a condition. Yeah. On a hit, you succeed at the thing. On a 7 to 9, everyone who wagers a condition has to mark that condition. On a 10 plus, they don't. On a negative 6, everyone who is playing marks a condition. Prepare for the worst. Because... If the the action this is an impossible action that if it fails, yeah. it gets things get worse for everyone, even if you didn't participate. I think just to, to make sure we know what happened, that it's not just like that you did it, mm-hmm. but that like you're setting up an opportunity for another it, player it, to take an action and have to roll for, or I mean, often usually when you're setting up an opportunity, it's means the player doesn't have to roll for it. Okay. It basically lowers the threshold of what the next player is going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I just want it to be a thing that, like, yeah, the goal is to get the gauntlet. That's so that you can then move in on the next thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like this. This is a good... This is, I like this a lot. This is much this is cool. closer to what I was looking for in a team move. I'm really excited. I like this a lot. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to use this. Okay. And we'll By put which I mean, I'm, I'm going to put you up against impossible, horrible things. And we're going to put this in the show notes so yeah. you guys can use it too. Yeah. That's really neat. I'm really glad we did that. Yeah. I wasn't expecting to like come around and like make a thing. I was kind of thinking maybe we'd come up with like uh, a set of rules for making team for, in yeah. the game that you're hacking. But like have the fact that, and this is a thing that you can take influence from and uh take into your own game and i think that the core of there is like the game is this this move is very masks focused but i think that it's not so masks focused that you couldn't use this in another game yeah anything with anything with stress like anything yeah. that it's not harm that it's like hp stress conditions know, you could wager harm i guess but like That'd it would have brutal. to make sense that'd be yeah. brutal in urban harm shadows is, if you were if you were rope. wagering harm <laughs> I'm willing to wager my arm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which I guess actually with Urban Shadows, some of that stuff, that stuff gets dark. Yeah. I love I mean, Urban Shadows. And, and again, coming back to this battle with Thanos, they were all willing to wager basically everything to try to defeat Thanos. Like he has destroyed thousands of millions of people. 
Yeah, but they've got conditions, not harm. I guess. <laughs> and Batman, <laughs> who is from an Urban Shadows game, definitely wasn't. So. Yeah, he's, he's got harm, and he was like, nah, man. No. If I take, like, three harm, I need a hospital. Yeah. Yeah. If you take I three harm, hospital, you're, a, you're a little upset. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so this is good. I like this. Nice. Yeah, I'm happy with this. People are going to be like, wow, why are these guys patting themselves on their back so much? <laughs> It, they just did the point of the show, yeah. <laughs> the stated goal. <laughs> so if you have a team of people that would like to get in contact with us, uh, state the goal of your tweet <laughs> and then tweet at us at Stop, Back and Roll or me individually at Dr. Captain Cobalt. And I'm at End the Meltdowns. Uh, you can find all of our episodes, links to some of the games we've worked on. Um, maybe we'll find a place to put this move somewhere on the website, uh, uh, which is www.stopbackandroll.com. You can also email us if you've got something longer than 280 characters uh, at james or brandon at stopbackandroll.com. Please find our podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, on anywhere where you can look at it, review it, rate it, give us stars, give us, give us thumbs up. Uh, and do that it helps us it helps other people find our show it helps us feel good about what we're doing it helps us if you really didn't like it give us one star and tell us what we did wrong and we'll try to we'll try to make the show better i guess james Um, no one asks for that um but uh but it also it means that if you have subscribed to a bunch of other podcasts our podcast is more likely to show up in in a uh, people who subscribe to this podcast also subscribe to this podcast or also would also subscribe to stop back and roll. Uh, and so that's a good way to spread the word, the good word of stop back and roll. So I would appreciate if you did that. Thank you. We make this podcast with support of our amazing Patreon backers. Welcome to our new backers, Nora Blake, Lon Niedermayer, as well as old favorites like Troy Pitchelman, Zoe Rich, Amir Elazizi, Defool Dude, Chris Newton, Randy Lubin, Benj, and Jimmy Rogers. If you'd like to help support this show and future shows on our network, check us out at patreon.com slash stop, hack, and roll. And if you can't support us financially, that's totally fine. Join our community. Support us emotionally. Support us as being by being part of this group, this this thing we have created. Um, and the best way to do that is to join our Discord and come talk to us. Um which you can find at tinyurl.com slash shrdiscord or discord.stophackandroll.com. Before we recorded this episode, I asked a whole bunch of people on the Discord what they were interested in hearing about. And this was one of the things that I had been thinking about already, and someone mentioned it. And I have a whole other list of episodes we're going to do, and you would sometimes be very surprised at how fast the turnaround from saying, hey, wish you guys would do an episode on this, to, oh, we're recording that night, and we're going to release the episode soon. Uh... So come be part of the community, come help workshop things, and uh, and just join us. So while you're at your table balancing the immediate moves of two different teams of characters that have come together for this one session, for this one action, don't forget to stop, hack, and roll. Roll.